0: God bless, saints, good morning, on this December 8th, 2020, and I have a question for you, to whoever's listening, whether you call yourself spiritual, religious, non-religious, saved, unsaved, whatever. I still have a question for you. Where do we go from here? 2020 had two and a half months of normal routine. Then things all over the world changed. Silly question to you. Had enough between the racial tensions, civil unrest, Record-setting Atlantic hurricanes and storms and other strange weather patterns. Like, for example, there was it was 90 degrees when Saturday in De, in Denver, and then six to seven inches of snow came that coming Tuesday. So Saturday was 90 degrees, and then that Tuesday they had six and seven inches of snow. That's not normal, even for Denver. So, let me say it again between the racial tensions, civil unrest, record setting Atlantic storms and hurricanes, and other strange weather patterns, wildfires, and a wild election. So, have you had enough? All I can say is welcome to the end times. Now, that's not a guess or an opinion. Just like 1 plus 1 equals 2, well, this is 1 plus 1. So where do we go from here? are many ideas, most of which start with the opening line, what we need is, every time you turn around, especially politicians, they always say, what we need is, and the true need is one of the most laughed at, ridiculed, and forgotten messages ever given. The gospel. Yes, that story of love, faith, obedience, prophecy, and watching. Now saints, you can't expect everyone to turn to the Lord just because. As much as we want people to get saved, many won't. Here's three sad truths. From the word of God. First one, Saint Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14 from Lt. Excuse me, just give me a second here. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad, and his gate is wide for the many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow. And the road is difficult. And only a few ever find it. Now that's Jesus talking. So get it out of your head that Jesus never talked about hell. Yes he did. Once again, St. Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14 for the NLT. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad. And the gate is wide for the many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow, and the road is difficult, and only a few ever find it. I think I got another one. Yeah, another one. I said there's three sad truths. Here's the second one from the Bible. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 and 4 from the NLG more in his writing says if the good news we preach is hidden behind the veil is hidden only from people who are perishing Satan who is the god of this world small g has blinded the minds of those who don't believe they are unable to see the glorious light of the good news they don't understand this message about the glory of Christ who is the exact likeness of God so, in essence, <clears throat> Satan, who is the god of this world, like I said, small g, he's bonded the minds of so many people who don't believe. So, it's not, they're not your enemy. They're not the enemy. Satan always is the enemy. That unseen world, that's the enemy, not people. But he's bonded the minds of those who ridicule really cool, make fun of and laugh at and everything they don't understand you say well, why do you always seem to talk about those people cause I used to be one of them that's why and I know that I know now I say it's getting blind to my mind cause all I was doing was going off of what other people said you know never find out for myself about the Bible never found out for myself if it was true, never found out for myself if I should read it or not just other people telling me, oh, it's a bunch of lies, it's this, it's fabricated stories, this and that, and then never read it for myself. You can't do that. You have to do things for yourself. You can't go by what other people tell you, other people lie to you, especially when it comes to this. And behind that, behind the people lying to you, it's Satan, who's minding the minds of those who don't believe. So those people are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't get it. They don't understand that Jesus died for them, that Jesus loved them. That they get to, they get to miss hell because of his sacrifice. I think that's coming up here somewhere. And Christ, he's the exact likeness of God. He's God in the flesh. When he came down here, he was 100% man and 100% God at the same time. And like I did my other episode... The third dimensional expectations. We have a tendency to pull God down to how we think and we think God is like us. And he's not like he us at all. I hear the third sad truth. St. John chapter five, verse forty-two to forty-four from the NLT. This is Jesus again talking. <clears throat> because I know you don't have God's love within you. For I have come to you in my Father's name, and you have rejected me. Yet if others come in their own name, you gladly welcome them. No wonder you can't believe. For you gladly honor each other, but you don't care about the honor that comes from the one who alone is God. He was telling a bunch of people at this time, uh, more than just Pharisees, he had a bunch of uh, at that time we had a whole lot of disciples following him large crowds following him but there's certain people you know they tried to stick to, to the laws of the old 613 laws and uh, the 10 commandments they tried to stick with that old way of thinking that just because they're Jewish they automatically are seed. yeah in the flesh maybe but not spiritually so Jesus tells them look because they were giving him all the time. He said, Because I know you don't have God's love within you. For I have come to you in my Father's name, and you have rejected me. Yet if others come in their own name, you gladly welcome them. And that's the truth. Somebody can come along in their own name, and people fall over them. But if Jesus come along, they don't have nothing to do with him. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. That's garbage. That's what people say. But let somebody else come in their own name. That you gladly welcome them. He said no wonder you can't believe. For you gladly honor each other. But you don't care about the honor that comes from the one who alone is God. Now. I'll say this. These five aspects of the gospel I mentioned are all part of the good news we get to miss hell because of God's love for us it takes faith to believe and accept the good news obedience to please him prophecies to further prove that he's real and are watching our return which should make every saint extra overjoyed and yes there's a Bible for each one of them I'm not going to read them but I'll tell you where they are His love for us is obviously St. John 3, 16 and 17. Uh, The faith to believe and accept the good news, that's Romans chapter 10, verse 9. The obedience to please him is St. Matthew chapter 25, verse 21. Uh, prophecy to prove that he's real, that's Revelation chapter 19, verse 10b. And uh, watching our face return, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8, and also Hebrews chapter 9, verse 28. Now the world will continue to scratch its head about the problems of the world. And they'll scramble to find answers, answers, but they'll never find the life-changing correct answers among themselves. No God, no change. <clears throat> so you might ask, will there be intimate and good things? Probably, but don't get overly excited. They'll be temporary. The way our saints should express ourselves should be based off of scriptures, not our attitude of well. The way I see it, if you're sharing your opinion. Say that's your opinion. But don't put it over as a biblical fact. You know, say, well, this is my opinion. This is the way I feel. Say that first. Don't try to make people think that somewhere in the Bible did not. So once again, where do we go from here? All right, well, we have a new president, but it's the same old politics. Full of lies. But the country and the world will continue to have hate, racial injustices, high crime, heavier storms, whether it be in the winter, the spring, the summer, or the fall. And don't forget wildfires. Now, before things like legislation can work, people's hearts must be changed or it's just ink on paper. One scary thing happening is that we really don't listen to each other anymore. We want what we say to be heard and taken as truth. When we get to that point as a whole, what's left? People have already shown that if you don't think like them, you're now the enemy. So why is there no justice? And where where is truth? Hmm, good question. We're going all the way back to Isaiah chapter 59, verses 11 to 15 of the NIV. We'll growl like bears. We moan mournfully like, mournfully like doves. You know, <laughs> we look for justice but find none. We look for deliverance but it is far away. Here's the reason, for our offenses are many in your sight, Lord, and our sins testify against us. Our offenses are ever with us, and we acknowledge our iniquities, rebellion, and treachery against the Lord, turning our backs on our God, inciting revolt and oppression, uttering lies our hearts have conceived. So, justice is driven back. And righteousness stands at distance. Truth has stumbled in the streets. Honesty honesty cannot enter. Truth is nowhere to be found. And whoever shuns evil becomes a prey. The Lord looked and was displeased that there was no justice. Now in there, he said, I mean, uh, for our offenses are mighty in your sight, and our sins testify against us. If only America and the world would admit that. If we would admit that, it would make all the difference in the world. Go on to say our offenses are ever our offenses are ever with us. And we acknowledge our iniquities. If only they didn't. Rebellion and treachery against the Lord. Well, I won't go on because I got some down here. Now, saints, please don't beat yourself up about these passages. This is what has made the condition of the world what it is. All right? So don't beat yourself up. If you're part of the New New Testament church, you don't have offenses that are mighty in his sight. You don't have rebellion and treachery, and you turn your back on God. You incite riots and oppression, and you utter lies you conceive in your hearts. In all honesty, does that sound like you're saying to God? But it's still the reason we don't see justice, and why honesty cannot enter. This is the result of many years of sin and rebellion caused by sinful people. So if you're saved, take yourself out of these passages and don't have a pity party. Now, as much as I hate politics, <laughs> I'll say this as a prophetic voice, but I'm not a prophet. Okay? Just expect a different kind of chaos during this administration that's coming in. It probably might not resemble the administration of the last four years, but will have its own brand of chaos. So saints... What do we have to do during this administration? Pray, right? Well, what do we do? What do you think we'll have to do during this administration? Pray, right? In other words, what do we do during Trump's administration? We have to pray. What do we have to do during this administration coming in? We still have to pray. See, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. And this is from the pure word. Now, the pure word is supposed to be from the original pure Greek. So, the grammar in English is bad. But I'll try to make it as grammatic. Grammat- uh, gramm- how do you say? Grammatic. Whatever. <laughs> I'll try and make it make sense. First, I'll read it the way it is. I'm encouraging. This is Paul talking because he wrote Tim- the book of Timothy 1 and 2. Paul says well he wrote anyway because God God said through Paul let's put it that way I'm encouraging therefore first of all by all means continuously be made by supplications prayers intercessions thanksgiving in behalf of all men and women for kings and order and superiority which is authority in order that we might be living a quiet and peaceful natural life in all godliness and integrity. All right, I'll say. Me, I'll say it again. Hopefully, make more sense out of it. He says, "I'm encouraging everybody. Therefore, first of all, by all means, continuously. I know it's when I'm reading that pure word. That word, continuously, is in there a lot. So that means you have to be committed." Have to stay with the Lord continuously. He says, "I'm encouraging therefore, first of all, by all means, continuously you're gonna do that by supplications, which are petitions, prayers. You know, you have to do that, intercessions, praying for people who can't pray for themselves. Maybe somebody's in a coma, and you want to pray for them." Maybe somebody didn't know how to pray, so you pray for them. Thanksgiving, and do this in behalf of all men and women. Do it for kings, for them be kings, for us to be presidents and whoever. And he said, and all that are in authority. So we gotta pray for anybody that has a title, That whether it be your politician, your alderman, your congressman, your senator, whoever your police chief, all these people in authority. Pray for all. Pray for your cop. Pray for everybody who's in authority. Why? In order that we might be living a quiet and peaceable natural life. We don't want wars. We don't want this civil unrest going on. Pray that we can get along with each other in all godliness and integrity. We should have integrity about ourselves. There should be certain things we're just not going to do, period. And certain things we're going to do, period. That's part of our integrity. <clears throat> so saints, let's not only pray for peace, but let's pray for our young people to care about the past, learn from it, and stop trying to change what happened. What happened long ago happened. And no amount of banning or boycotting things will change the past. Get over it. Okay, I'm so tired of people trying to change the past. I think of so many stupid examples. Okay, like for example, alright, I'll give you some examples. You may not agree with them, they're controversial, but I'll say them anyway. Changing the Washington. Redskins into the Washington football team. And you say, oh, that's racist. Now they had that name for 50, you mean all that time. American, the Native Americans didn't complain. Didn't they get to the Supreme Court? They had to take regular old Americans to say something because it was a past and you want to change the past? That's one. Another stupid one was some of these songs that came out Christmas time. They, they want to they got rid of us. They don't want radio stations playing. Um, maybe it's cold outside because that promotes day, day rape. Uh, they don't want people to watch, I have anything to do with the original reindeer because it has to do with bullying and hurt somebody's feelings. Uh, what else we got? A whole lot of stupid things because you almost can't say anything today. Without being labeled racist, people that be walking around with duct tape on their mouth too, afraid to offend somebody. But this, this all stuff people are bringing on themselves, and they're gonna run to a snare. They're gonna run into a brick wall. Just like you were doing it, that's why I ain't gonna fight it. Just like you're doing, it. they're gonna run into their own brick wall by their own rules and the own stuff they make up. They're going to be like, oh, what do we do now, George? So, okay, hey, let them run to a brick wall. Let them do that stuff. Now, a whole lot of wrong has been done on this land. We know that. Spiritually speaking, we're sitting on a cake of dynamite. For that, guess, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 7. The world is in reserve just sitting here waiting for God to take care of ungodly people. So while we're here, saints, we got to do our job and help get people saved so we can get out of this simple place. Now, as a child of God, let the world fuss amongst itself. Have a different mindset. It's living time, not judging time. It's working time, not admire technology time it's relationship with Jesus time not lying in a hammock time what do you mean lying in a hammock you don't lay in a hammock with your hands behind your head talking about ah I got a me I'm going to heaven anyhow no if you don't have a relationship with Jesus the hammock ain't gonna do you no good there's no hammocks in the hell so pray for one another in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. So where do we go from here? Let's go to Jesus. Now, the thing I said. I uh, wasn't well, trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but it's really, it really bothered me a lot about how young people don't know as much as they think they know, and they want to change the past. You can't once again. You can't change what happened. What happened, happened. It was a different time frame. People had a different mindset. People had a different way of thinking. All you should be concerned about is what's now. Don't be concerned about what happened before you were born. You can't do nothing about that. Leave it alone. And those same people who you want to change, they didn't and gone too. So, uh, why are you wasting your time with that? The, worry about the now. The here and the now. All right. I can keep going on. Where do you go from here? Just be just Saints, keep praying. Don't stop praying. Don't give up. Remember, we're in a fight of our life. We don't know what 2021 is going to bring. But whatever it's going to bring, if the Lord doesn't come first, Whatever it's going to bring, we just have to trust Him all the way through, like we did in this year. Because here it is December already, it's almost done. So God bless you, heaven smile upon you. Stay with the Lord. And remember, pray for one another. In Jesus' name, amen.